hear me yeah i got you i can hear you man oh perfect perfect oh yeah appreciate you making it out man no not a problem at all definitely. definitely time is it in your area 7 30 p.m right now just then end of the second quarter of the football game there yeah you watching it uh, yeah i was tuning in absolutely i saw i think i heard you say one time you're a jets fan right yeah yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm a Lions fan, so it's just as rough, man. It's kind of it's, interesting with golf over there, though. Like, there's something uh, there. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> all all the memes nowadays are like, man, what if we could get Stafford and? Okay, that's actually fucking funny. No, it's it's pretty rough for sure. It's that's rough. actually funny memeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely appreciate you taking the time, man. Um, getting out and uh. Like I said, I'll probably, I'm going to record this. I think I might be recording now. I don't know, but. Okay. The video quality might be terrible. I don't know. We'll see. I, I've never recorded a uh, a Teams meeting before, so. Okay. Sure, Bill, Bill Gates will screw me somehow. <laughs> Some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been following your, your channel for quite some time. Uh, big fan for sure, man. Good stuff. Awesome, man. I appreciate um, it. I checked out yours, too, when you told me, and I love what you're doing. Like, I, yeah, I genuinely sure. hope that you can also, you know, become a voice in this, in yeah. this area, because there really isn't much. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good time for sure. I, uh, I guess a little intro to me, like, I think I found your channel the first time I purchased, uh, <laughs> I purchased this game off Heritage. Okay. Uh, it's like, nice. like a 9.4 A plus ice hockey. And I had got onto Heritage because I, uh do a lot of pokemon stuff so i think one of the facebook groups i'm a part of and i know one of the facebook groups i'm a part of was like sponsoring heritage so they had it on their banner page and stuff so that's how i found heritage found video games and kind of grew to love it more than i thought i would and it's pretty expensive <laughs> it's, it's not a cheap hobby that's, not at that's all for dang sure but uh yeah so i got into pokemon cards my name's josh by the way um, you don't got to call me the green shiz. I'll call you Greg. Um, just keep it that way. But uh, Awesome. Yep. My name's Josh from Detroit, Michigan. Probably about 15 minutes from Ontario, Canada. Pretty close to the border. Um, but into Pokemon as of about a, a little over a year ago, pretty much COVID hit. And I found somebody <laughs> selling something on local marketplace. Pretty cheap. It was like 2300 bucks for his crazy collection. And I ended up flipping it for like four grand. And then pretty much from there, the rest is history. I've started just buying, selling, and then collecting at the same time. I've amassed way too much crap here now in my basement. Um, so it's it's getting out of hand. So started YouTube later on. But uh, who, who are you exactly? Who's Greg, man? Like, how do you, uh, <laughs> why YouTube? What's going on? So I've been collecting, you got into video games then. Like a yearish ago? When did not, you start? Yeah, not even. It was probably not even. Was, yeah. So this heritage auction was probably five months ago, six months ago. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I've been doing it almost 10 years now. The whole yeah. graded sealed video game thing. Um, you know, it started innocent enough where you just yeah. want to get some stuff from your childhood back. And um 
like you said with Pokemon, right? You just start snowballing and all yeah. of a sudden you're buying up sealed and graded video games. And you're like, holy shit, where does it stop? So, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. what started off innocent grows big time. But, you know, I did also cart collecting the whole way, complete in box collecting. Still, the vast majority of my collection is complete in box stuff, simply yeah. because it's a lot more affordable if we're yeah. actually like, Look into a massive collection. You can only buy so many sealed games unless you're literally a millionaire. So, yeah. And then getting into YouTube, like I said at the very start there, I hope you can also, you know, become a voice in the space because I love consuming content like SM Pratt, like Graham Stephan, Andre Zeke. I saw you did his video. I love that finance, collectibles, assets, all that world. But when it comes to video games, there really wasn't someone talking about the financial aspects of that world. And yep. so I want to try and become that that area of content oh, yeah. that I love to consume myself. Now I can just create it because no one else was creating it for me. That's yeah, kind of how that came about. Hell yeah. No, it's definitely, it definitely shows your content and then the editing. I don't do much editing. If I don't know if you noticed, but <laughs> no, some, I saw that. I saw there's that. some cuts, like I'll play the intro. My cousin had made a beat for it. I play my intro and cut it in, but it's usually done on my phone. And yeah, it's, it's more of just like me and talking about my collection and purchases and what's going on in the market. And um not really trying to do like the big like you're you could obviously making good content and you're pulling thousands multiple thousands of views each video i think i might have like three times more videos but they're just like flatline right so yeah it's, it's the way it is i got a little niche of people that kind of like to listen to me babble sometimes and it's it's a good time so yeah, the, the production value, like all the post stuff is really what puts together, you know, like a good video. Yeah. So it, it, it's a lot of time. It just is. Hell yeah. What is like, so go, talking about YouTube a little bit, the like, so what do you usually do? Like you, you just did your heritage recap. It's a, I think a 12 minute long video. How long would you think that recording was like the- before you started chopping it up? So before I even sat down to get into it, I went to heritage and just started browsing. Just yeah. looking, you know what I mean? Looking at results, looking at some comps and stuff like that to decide what was kind of like interesting. Yeah, yeah. So then sitting down to record, the actual recording of that video was almost 50 minutes. Yeah. So then I get into posts and I'm like, what are like, if, if it's like respecting someone's time. What are yeah. the most interesting things here where I'm saying something that actually matters? And then, you know, you just keep cutting do one pass of it. Okay. That's pretty good. Right. It's 17 minutes. Let's do another pass. Okay. Pretty good. It's 14 minutes. Is there anything else that should be cut? Like 12 minutes. Okay. Put that up. So it's kind of just like bringing it down to as concise as it can be. That, that, that's my model with it. Anyway, I really want to try to respect people's time when they click on the video, no long intro, no, like, you know, just let's get what we need to get done here. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. It works. It definitely. I appre- I like your uh, interview with Mr. Jobs, too. That was pretty good, man. He uh, he definitely shook the world there for quite some time. And uh, everyone yes. was pretty laying on their back, shocked after the aftermath. So it was pretty crazy. How much did you know about that? You said you entered video games just a little while ago. So for you watching that, how much did you know? I knew just basically from what I've learned and heard a little bit of talking about what you had said. But you had mentioned a little bit of stuff about the relationship in the past, I think, a little bit. So not much. Um, I wasn't too affected by it. 
as far as me still looking at heritage and potentially bidding on stuff like instantly the next week i was still there looking at stuff um but yeah it was obviously it made headlines which then just catapulted which is what everything is like nfts if it gets a headline a thing goes to the moon right so yes it's a very catalyst driven everything is just like whatever the next headline is like the market's only as strong as your next headline which is just so stupid to think but like that's it you know (laughs) it's how a lot of this stuff goes yep they're not securities so they can be pumped up like pokemon and nfts it's it's crazy one tweet from elon musk if he tweets a nintendo cartridge game's over like he tweets dogecoin and game over you know what i mean like it's so stupid that you can do that in these unregulated markets with no it doesn't matter guy just likes the coin you know like (laughs) yeah and it kind of makes like it sucks like i I remember like dennis khan the the ceo of wada he had made a tweet saying something about a sale of a game and people were upset i think at one point and then you look back, like I look at an NFT, the company that owns these NFTs, they're pumping the sales and people are like applauding them. It's mm-hmm. a completely different world. Well, yeah, like um, I know you mentioned in one of your videos, Gary V. like look yeah. what's happening with V friends, right? Is that legal? Should that be legal? He has them going to Christie's now for the original pieces of art. But I know. I, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. I I was a great big follower of Gary Vee, big fan of his come up entrepreneurship. But man, this the pump of the NFTs. Every other YouTube video is about NFTs. I'm like, man, you got enough money, just let it ride. Like, continue speaking in public. You like, you just set sail into the sunset. You're gonna bury yourself, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think uh, he's laughing all about it so far. It seems like it, I think the floor price on his first V friends like 15th now or some dumb shit. So like, <laughs> what are you even supposed to say? Yeah, no, that's ins- yeah, I, I I don't get the NFTs. I saw he had graded. I don't know if you saw he graded some of his childhood drawings through PSA. I'm like, wow. All right, <laughs> like he, 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 I think he was doing those for charity, but still, people are paying for this guy's childhood art and i i don't know so as long as it was charity it's okay but yeah i know but it just goes to show how like you know everyone in the video game world like people who don't actually um follow these bigger markets or participate in these bigger markets saw the carl video and it was like like oh my god they are the worst people in the world like how can you support this company and it's like man this is just like tuesday in unregulated markets like this shit happens everywhere in unregulated spaces should it? Yep. I don't know if it should or not, but like it doesn't phase people who actually participate in this stuff nearly as much as people who are just like purely on the sideline. Yeah, it's it's wild, man. Like I, I'm in the I joined that Facebook group because of the Sealed Games Club and a couple of the other ones that because I was big into Pokemon groups. That was my Facebook. I was all over Pokemon groups. So finding those was pretty cool. And after that video came out, there's just so much toxicity and. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like reading some of those posts, I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Just every other one. It's pretty crazy. Trying to look at my screen real quick. I want to adjust how, because my picture is like 140th the size of yours on mine right now. Okay. For my recording, people will not be able to see my face. I'm super small on my side as well, so I don't yeah, know how it's so going to actually. exactly what people are probably going to see in the recording. I'm trying to... Uh... Should be a way to even it out. 
Let me see. Okay. Spotlight me. No. Meeting options. Go to large, um, hit more actions, large gallery preview. That should get you there. If you have your little bar at the bottom. Yeah, I don't think it. I got to click gallery. Yeah, only gallery is an option for me, not large gallery. Ooh. That's weird. Ooh, ooh. Let me see if I can drag it. Nope. Yeah, underneath gallery, I got large and together mode, which puts us yep. beside each other, you know. Those are grayed out for me. Very weird. Yeah, that is. Oh, well. I'll survive. Well, it'll, it'll play more like a podcast in that case. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> yeah, what are you? Uh, are you you buying? I noticed most of your stuff's VGA. I had seen sometimes you have some lot of stuff sitting there, but uh, are you buying anything right now, or is it kind of? I just am perpetually buying in this market. You know, yeah. once you learn enough about it, price action is what it is. But there's always opportunity. There's always something I'm looking for. It, it depends how broad your scope is. You know what I mean? So. Yep. Am I buying a lot of graded stuff right now? No, it's yeah. just expensive. I've always really been a guy who buys raw games and then use my knowledge and arbitrage and all that stuff to then grade them or know that this is in better condition than what the seller's asking, stuff like that. And then yeah. add to my personal collection that way, as well as resell that way, because there's way more um, for people with less capital, I guess we'll say there's way more opportunity to buy a raw game, grade it, and then reap the benefits of that. Yep. Yeah. Just same as Pokemon, basically. Yep. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? It's way harder to just buy everything graded and hope to make money, unless you have a lot of money to start with. So. Nope. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, I've been like more of a complete in box guy lately. I got, I just bought the uh, Super Mario sixty four, but it was pretty clean. It was pretty. Clean. That looks clean. Um. So I was I was happy. It was no rips or anything. It was I think it was like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars off eBay. But, yeah, not surprised to hear that. But I was sad to see the WADA drop their uh, their uh, warp zone, so I won't be sending that in for some time. What yeah, see, that's the thing too, right? Even with warp zone grading, it's like 210 US on top of whatever you pay for the item, which like that hurts margins a lot if you're looking to sell stuff. I did uh, show you another piece. I bought this complete in box off eBay. This is a 6.5. I saw your video. I saw your video. 300 US warp zone. I couldn't. I was like, all right. Wow. <laughs> it was $100 more than a sealed game that I just submitted. No, I thought the warp zone was the same price, complete in box and sealed. Interesting. I, I haven't looked at grading in so long no, because of no, the prices. It was, so. it was 300 bucks. It was like 317 or something. And my graded or sealed Halo 3 was like 200 bucks. Yeah. Did you get the Halo 3 back? No, it's been sitting there for like a week and post two weeks in okay. post grading. So they said they're short on DVD cases, I heard. So could be, I don't know. It was warp zone. Yeah, I don't even want to try to predict either. Could be another couple of weeks, could be three. I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough. You've graded a handful through WADA though, or mainly VGA? I have gone through WADA back in 2019, but it was purely just for consignment purposes with Heritage. So I got into, um, it was like a, a left rose, like you have yourself there, and a uh, gloss sticker Mario. Both just complete in box as well. 
And they went for consignment September 2019 and November 2019, which they did pretty good. But I learned a lot about the um, delay between grading, consigning, and getting paid. So it taught me a lot about um, how far in the future you have to speculate if you want to consign something. Because you got to really be thinking four to six months at least like in the future if the market is still going to be as strong as you're thinking when you want to sell it. Wow. So that's because so I've always wondered how long Heritage takes to pay out. I know it takes sometimes two, three weeks to get the game um, mm-hmm. after you buy something. So when you get the payout, it could be that long. Oh, for yeah. sure. Because, well, the Heritage payout is about three weeks after okay. after it, the auction ends. Yeah. But you got to submit early for the auction. Yes. You might get into an auction eight weeks later. Yeah. So and if you have to grade beforehand, then it's another however long to grade so you're looking at multiple months really no matter what happens if you want to go through heritage consignment so So they'll actually grade for you too okay yeah you can send them raw stuff and they'll take care of it all for you great service (laughs) yeah no that's great yeah heritage is i really wish they would do like vga and wada and kind of i think they're gonna have to with with all the different players coming in and and then you got CGC, who's going to be great in video games, and they're already in, it seems, almost in bed with CGC Comics, right? So, Yeah, I would assume they'll at least take on CGC when they get introduced. I hope what, I hope VGA as well, sorry, but I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of what they yeah. have set up there or why they decided not to. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, what is it, a certified, is a certified link that's got the big auction going on right now? It's like yeah. Yeah. It 800 games or something? Yeah. And honestly, I love browsing certified links offerings. There's so much more unique than what Heritage brings. Yeah. Like, if, from a collecting perspective, there's just like so many cooler games to see yep. at certified link. Yeah. It seems like uh, like the Atari block on Heritage every time <laughs> it just puts everybody sleep almost every time. <laughs> like I'm watching, I'm like, all right, I'm going to click. Like I did one live. I think you were, you took the night off. So I was like, all right, I'll do a live. I'll see how this goes. I think yeah. I was like, eight viewers deep at one point it was awesome and uh so i was watching the heritage i'm like all right let's go check out this other auction thing while this is going on i'm like oh boy this it's some uh some dull air it's pretty sad those old ass games don't get the love they deserve sometimes but yeah and you know it's tough because even a guy like me right i'm 28 i don't know a lot of them i know the big titles obviously right your pole position frogger a donkey but i don't know like the weird barn burner I don't know that game. Yeah, exactly. Enduro. I don't know it. Yep. Like, Same. you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's hard 30. to even appreciate them. Yeah. I'm 30. I'm not much older than you. So I'm right mm. there. I was grew up with a Nintendo, PlayStation 1, and PlayStation 2, and kind of got into those those systems. But it was, uh, yeah, it's Atari's pretty unknown to me. Even Genesis. I only know, like, Sonic and, like, Ninja Turtles. It's... A lot, a lot to, a lot to learn. Still, it's crazy. So, You're missing out with Genesis. Really cool console. Really cool library. Yeah, there's. Did uh, you ever? Yeah. Definitely. Then Super Nintendo, I never played at all, at all, which is huge. I know. I, <laughs> I'd get to play it sometimes when I go to like my my uncle's house and get destroyed in Super Mario World. But <laughs> yeah, we only own like nine games for Super Nintendo, but like ours also stayed at Grandma's house a lot, so it was like that. Man, let's actually go to Grandma's house so we can go play yeah. Mario World or All Stars and stuff. So, yeah. like in that sense, it worked out really, really well. But we only had a very, very select number of games. Did you ever beat Super Mario Brothers three? Play through the whole game? 
I have to have. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's it's like I have to have for how much oh, I man. played it. That thing's tough. I've pl- I've played it every weekend when I was a kid growing up. I'll play it now when I go to my mom's cabin and because I got on the like the classic NES and I still can't get past like the last three levels. It's so insane. on the Super Nintendo one you can save, so you can yeah. start in World Eight. So like yeah. that yeah, that changes everything. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so that's game. why I think I have to have beat it. The NES yeah. version? No, I would say no. I never beat the NES version. No, yeah. That's the only one I've ever played. I didn't even realize they, they remade it for the Super Nintendo, huh? Yeah, just okay. a 16-bit redo of 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that uh, that download basically coming out for the N64. Mm-hmm. The Switch. Mm-hmm. They're going to be racking in money for that crap. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know... Man. And I made that video there with a strong opinion about pricing on the action of those games. And yeah. there hasn't been like a first party way to download them in over five years now. As far as wow. I'm like I'm thinking, Wii U was the last time virtual console. So really? like we're propped up by COVID right now. We're about to get a first party solution where everyone owns a Switch. It's like, I, I, <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't like the price trajectory of like Mario Kart 64. It should yeah. genuinely like cut in half. We'll see. Yep. 100%. Yeah, it's that's crazy. So you you playing any video games now at your uh, old age of 28? <laughs> you know, it, it really does suck because especially as collecting and market following takes over yeah. your um life, playing games unfortunately does become a side hobby to yeah. the collecting hobby. So yeah. the more the better the if you want to collect really fucking well, you yeah. need to take sacrifices to other hobbies and stuff, which unfortunately was video gaming for me. Yeah. But I still try to get it in every now and then. Just yeah. last weekend, I had a game of Mario Party 1 with my brothers. That's probably our favorite to sit down and play. And this weekend, I'm hoping to play some Halo. I still love to play first-person shooters. I'm excited for Halo Infinite coming out. Hell yeah, awesome. Yeah, so uh, you who destroyed in the mini games in Mario Party 1? Is that you? Oh, it, it's close. That's why we play Mario Party 1. It's <laughs> really close. It's probably a brawl. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Four, getting four part four people parties playing. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh. We have three of us sitting down, one CPU on hard, and like it is genuinely very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember just getting slapped in Goldeneye by my cousin all the time on the N64, and it wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what I mean, right? If you're gonna if you got if you're gonna play retro games, you need people on the same level. Yeah. Like even Mario Kart 64 just does not work if we're dealing with completely different skill levels. Yeah, yeah, he'd just run straight to the golden gun. I had no clue what I was doing. Just running around with like a P20 or whatever it was at the time and just decimated. Yeah. No chance. My younger brothers did that to me. And like, so I have an older brother as well. So two younger brothers, one older brother. We sat down and played Metroid. Metroid Echoes has the play, two-player version, I think, on GameCube. We sat down and played that. And they just ran a train on us. Yeah. It's like, why do I suck so much? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I shouldn't be this bad, but yeah. like you said, well, if you... Yeah, you're supposed to be the, the video game guy, man. You should, yeah, should be exactly. dominating everything, right? No. <laughs> exactly, and you're like, I'm clicking the shoot button too. Like, why Why the fuck aren't I doing anything? Exactly. One of those responses, you know? <laughs> yep, yeah, it's... it's. I definitely, like, the video game thing, I played a lot of Rocket League, a lot of it. Like, I was selling, buying, trading those 3D really? games and stuff. And not making nearly as much money as Pokemon, but then Pokemon came in and started making some 
actual money and stop playing that, stop playing Apex. But I still work full time. So working full time is where it takes a lot of my time. So I don't do you work full time and do all this? Right now I am not. Right now I am unemployed though, which is not a good outcome either. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I was working on sporadic hours the past year and some, um, like working with a friend doing something where we would put in, you know, anywhere from 30 to 60 hours a week, but it was sporadic. Yeah. So it wasn't the pure nine to five. So you can be yep. more flexible with your time. So now is the first time in my life where I do not have other responsibilities other than when where I put my time. Yep. And no, I cannot sustain like this. So something's going to give here soon enough, but we'll see what happens with it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just sell all the video games, right? That's, I'm sure that's top list on your priority list. <laughs> <laughs> well, selling some is part of it, though. Like, I, yeah. I want to create a float in my yeah. life so that I can try to do, so I can try content creation without stress. So I could try flipping if I want to do that without, you know. I, so it is. It, I'm thinking about everything, man. I'm thinking about yeah. everything. Yep. Crazy yeah. Crazy It's, yeah, it's. Usually I'm working nine to five and then I got two kids and a wife. So I'm spending some time with them. Um, Usually until about nine, nine 30, come down in the basement. And then I'm watching YouTube, looking at auctions on the other screen, getting stuff ready for a show I'm going to do down in Houston, Texas, and just the constant wheel of cycle of death. (laughs) Can you consume content while at work at least? Yeah, I do. I do. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, Yeah, good. Yep, work from home most of the time right now because of COVID. I'm in the auto industry um, in sales, so I know sales and talking with people and nice using garbage Microsoft Team meetings. And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. It's it's good. Where whereabouts in Canada are you at? Right in Saskatchewan. If you've ever heard of that, it's uh... I've heard of it. It's obviously west because you're two hours behind me. So yeah, it's... yeah. So I'm over, over right in the heart of the prairies is where I am. Um, wow. Small populations here compared to anything you're going to see in Ontario, Vancouver, Montreal, like yep. super small population compared to all that stuff. So we, the actual retro gaming scene here and the, uh, like, I don't even have a game store in my city. We're like a city of 300,000. And like, we have a pawn shop that kind of has video games. Our actual game store closed down a couple of years ago. So, I mean, it's eBay or bust for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah I've I've went to Canada quite a bit, and it's only Ontario. It was like once a once a month. I just drive through Ontario to Toronto and deal with customers out there. But it's I love it. I'd I'd move there in a heartbeat. It's it's pretty nice people up there, man. It's it's a good time. My Cheap buddy ice. went down to Michigan for an exchange program. Actually, now that you oh, say yeah. you're down there, because he loves NCAA and everything, so he took like a year up in college there. And he fucking loved it down in Michigan. So I've also heard good things. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I, I love it here. It's I'll be here for a while, especially in the auto industry. It's it's here. It's either here or it seems to be in like the Bay Area now in California, which mm-hmm. I can't live there and collect things because it's way too expensive, like million dollar U.S. homes and for small, small houses. I can't, I can't hang. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably why I'm going to stay where I am as well, because housing while expensive is nowhere even close to being like Toronto level of housing or, you know, like you can still kind of afford house here. Hopefully. Yep. Yeah. I got coworkers in Toronto and they said about almost half their salary goes towards housing, which that's what I mean. Right. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not, 
I would not have a good life unless my wife was a doctor or something. But <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Your wage likely won't keep up with how expensive your lifestyle is. So yeah. it's wild. It's wild. You got anything in your collection that like your childhood game or something where you kind of just hold on to it? Like I got a uh, the one thing I'd never sell is like a is just a PSA six base unlimited Charizard. This, my dad bought it for me for like $40 from a store ungraded, and I just graded it last year. Okay, yeah, that's I, awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's seriously my awesome. My only childhood card because they threw out all my other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough to keep a lot of my... My Pokemon was all garbage. I kept it anyway, but like... Yeah. <laughs> but I had some decent Yu-Gi-Oh stuff that I did manage to hold on to over the years, which I, I'm, I will never sell right at this point. It's just like, why would I bother? But... Video game relating, what's really cool is, um, if you know Super Bowling on N64, pretty expensive game there, one of the top rarities. My parents actually bought it for me when I was young because I was in, like, bowling club, right? So they got me Super Bowling, N64. And I actually played that game a ton, and I still own my original cartridge and manual. Unfortunately, we threw out the box. But yeah. those are two items where I just keep them, and it's like, like this is so cool to own this randomly super expensive, super rare game that I genuinely just played as a kid and thought nothing of. It, it's yeah. a really funny like way to, you know, it's a weird contrast. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So does I know VGA does no, don't, they don't do cartridges. Wada does. Yeah, and I don't even think they do N sixty four. Oh really? I don't think they bothered because there was only like back when they started, it was like sculptors cut or bust so i don't wow. think they even bothered to fabricate it but maybe they do now yeah. i could be wrong i saw in one of the last heritages they had a super nintendo cartridge it was like some competition game or something i think mm -hmm. though it's a sticker had a sticker on it or something weird yeah 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 they yeah. were doing some of the not for resale demo cartridges and yeah. um the competition cartridges they also grade for the okay. super nintendo carts yeah, like I've seen like the gold ones, like the world championship. Those are, yeah, pretty crazy. The one on uh, Pawn Stars, that the the, the the famous ones, right? So yeah, that the one that Pat brought on. That yeah, one. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, what do you what do you feel about that? Do you think it's uh, shady of him to do that, Dennis, to go on there and give uh, evaluations? You know, it could it be like it is bad optics, but I don't blame the guy is a kind of the thing. Right. Like, I don't blame him. I, yep. If I had a company, if I had this chance, this opportunity and they're like, oh, you want to come on to Pawn Stars and do something? Fuck yeah, I do. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll do you know, right? it's hard to say how much was he how much was it scripted as like, OK, you'll say this about the item. How much was it? I don't yeah. really blame him. Yes, it's bad optics, and I don't blame people who also say, like, oh, you shouldn't do that, because yeah. you probably shouldn't. But, like, this yeah. is real world, you know? The real world stuff here is yeah. not if as... my um, company, I'm going to sell my heart to the devil to see that thing go <laughs> to the moon. I'll That's what I mean. You know, it's really easy to be on the sidelines when you have no vested stake in something. But, like, if you're actually trying to build something, make the most of it, and yep. put yourself out there. Yep. Stay quiet yeah. for a little while. People forget. You'll come back. That's that's the way it is. is that's he, internet culture. It just yeah. is. Has has Wada released any statement regarding that uh, Carl Jobs? I, I don't believe so. 
Last I saw, they just like denied everything. Or they put out a PR statement via a PR company, which I think was called Golden Solutions, which I have to assume is owned by Golden Auctions, which is all under the same. So like, but just a non-statement, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's... Because like you said, if Carl, Carl will release another video, supposedly, that's supposed to be coming. But if he didn't, like, it's done. It's over, you know? People were angry. They were mad about it and then they move on because they don't have a vested stake in it anyway the internet just gets mad about it and then like you know (laughs) that's That's exactly it it's crazy with the uh without having a game store how do you like Yu-Gi-Oh cards like that's something a lot of people had they didn't really just collect them they played it like i had tons of Yu-Gi-Oh cards growing up i i collected pokemon and then i played Yu-Gi-Oh competitively did you nice were you able to play it or um, we had a store in our city called Tramps. It was like a card shop, manga okay. shop, anime. It just like focused on that world. Yeah. So no matter what, we always had a supplier of cards. And that place has gone out of business as well, of course. Yeah. And um, <laughs> But that was where it was super cool to go. And like, I never played competitively myself. I would only ever muck around with my brothers with Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. and Pokemon and all that. But I remember I'd go in there and like you'd have the table set up of people doing their local thing, like playing. You'd have the TO walking around. And, you know, as a nine year old kid, I was just like, oh, my God, like these people are playing Yu-Gi-Oh professionally. Like maybe I can someday, you know, but I never did play competitively. But we always had a source for buying cards fresh, which was nice. That's good. Yeah, I luck like where I live, man, I got I could drive to three card selling stores a magic store pokemon store within 35 minutes wow it's there's like vintage video game stores down the road that don't even know what they have on their shelves right now and they're just it's over they're in over their head it's yeah that's insane because i just love browsing a video game store like that is fun hell yeah yeah we there's tons there's literally three of those within an hour just video game stores vintage stuff like complete in box halos like xbox yeah. it's it's yeah a good like time. like i said we have a pawn shop that like has video games all over it but like you are getting destroyed by pricing yeah. you're talking ebay plus 20 percent. like they are not looking to help you yeah it's crazy like I, that's all pawn shop same here there's just the pricing's astronomical i don't know how they how they survive it's I don't know. Neither. <laughs> I guess if it's the only place in town that's selling. Yeah, mine runs you, Monopoly on it. So, I mean, yeah, they have. They, mon- they monopolize it. You should uh, yeah. get in the franchise with them or something, man. You could say if you sell all your games 20% over eBay, you'll be doing all right. Literally, <laughs> though, right? When Mario Kart yep. 64 is like 60, 70 Canadian at my local pawn shop, like they're doing all right. Like they're making yeah. a mint. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. You uh, you got anything uh, you're selling through any of the signature auctions or anything coming up? Or you... I'm looking at consigning. I don't know if they'll be going to like I, right now. Everything's with me, so I'm going through consignment talks a little bit with both Golden and Heritage because I do just have stuff laying around where it's like, man, I just it, I need to sell some stuff. It gets to that point. Um, yep. So I am in talks with them. Nothing is confirmed yet. So I will probably do an update video on my channel when it comes to that time. It's one of those things where I like the transparency of making a video and being like, oh, I'm selling all this stuff. But it also just incites so much toxicity where like, it's like, is it worth even saying this when it's no one's business? I'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's what do you feel about the like certified link or comic connect versus either of those two? Those you, obviously they you think get bitter, bigger viewership. <laughs> yeah, I would personally like I personally have not and have not considered going the comic connect or certified link route. Not yeah. to say you can't do well on them because you absolutely yeah. can. So yeah. I don't want to like, you know, say like, oh, don't consign with those places. But just yeah. for overall eyes on the auction and how they run the auctions. I really like I love how Heritage runs their auctions. Oh, As yeah. I've been on every site, that is the best platform. I hope Golden upgrades or changes theirs. They but I think <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> and you know, certified link and comic connect both have and Golden did too, where you have to continually be opening tabs on your browser to watch multiple items to try and catch different it's just stupid. Yeah, it's and just reset it. Like it's the game of attrition. If you was like, okay, I value this infinite price, rebid thirty more minutes, mm -hmm. thirty more minutes. Like what? It was insane how long that thing went. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, it's just dumb. It just and you know, I was sat there on the golden site with no good way of seeing what was about to end when it was about to end. And then I also have about seven items all slated to end at the exact same time. So it's just a, it's a weird system. It's a weird system. Very weird. So you think you would consign with golden if they didn't change? Yes, I do because yeah. they are like, it's a money thing. Golden yeah. has so much money at their disposal and they are obviously owned by the same company that owns WADA it's one of those things where they literally can't allow it to fail. So yeah. they'll do everything in their power to ensure it does work. So I think you can trust that you're going to get a good price for your items. I'm not implying shill bidding. I'm not implying any of that. Just they'll put in the advertisement. They'll put in the legwork. They're going to make it work. Yeah, I think Golden had better descriptions than the signature auction for at least the trading cards. I don't know if you watched any of that, but... In the, and out of it, in and out of it. I don't know was, enough about the really high-end Pokemon to really... Some of the descriptions, like there was 102-card lots that they were selling for the signature auction at Heritage, and they showed a picture of just 16 cards, and you couldn't even scroll through it. And it said, in the very fine print, under the picture, complete 102-card lot, and it sold really cheap. Did you get a it? A few instances. I didn't get. I bid all the way up. It was like two thousand short, but this guy Catch em All Collectibles got it. Dude's a bastard. He knows who he is. And uh, but yeah, he <laughs> ended up he he ended up winning it. And uh, definitely he made probably twenty grand. He did a video on it. Had to rub it in to everybody who didn't buy it. But it was. <laughs> That's what I mean when I said if you have capital, you can do it differently. There's two different ways to go about this. If you have the capital. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's but yeah, Golden did pretty good, I think, with their depart with the descriptions for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, I don't know if you, what you thought about video games. I was looking at more of the trading card descriptions, but it looked they did a pretty good job. And they're owned by the same people who invested in PSA, right? Yep. Well, PSA yep. owns Wada and Golden. Or, it's it's like so. There's the the level of Wada Golden PSA, and then above them is Collector's Universe, who yep. owns. So it's like the umbrella company, Collectors yeah. Universe. Yeah, that was the one that used to be a public traded company that then went private when the Nat Turner Group brought it. I don't know if you do actual yeah. investing as well. Yeah, not too much. The, okay. But so I was, thought that was interesting. Like the actual PS, the the collect they own the Wada, 
So why would they allow WADA to keep going through? Oh, I guess that's not their choice. It's the people who own the WADA cartridges that consign through Heritage. Yeah, I don't it's, think they could just be like, no, you can't. Like, Yeah, no more WADA. There, so they can't really restrict it. But it's pretty yeah. interesting that Heritage is pumping and selling uh, just these cartridges that are now primarily owned and under that umbrella. So it's... That's, That's why good. I think CGC and VGA should be introduced now. There's really no incentive for Heritage to keep it exclusive to WADA. Like the head, yeah, exactly. Yeah, CGC is going to be interesting. They, uh, I, I love. I have 200 Pokemon CGC slabs on my desk. Like, just I love CGC slabs. They look really nice. They're clean. So I really am curious to see what they do with a video game slab. Um. It's got to be probably beautiful because I, I don't know if you have any of their comic slabs or any of the Pokemon slabs yet or no. I've handled the comic slabs. I yeah. bought a couple for my brother at some point. So I have handled the comic slabs and I love the feel, love the overall presentation of it. I haven't yeah. handled the Pokemon ones yet. Yeah, they stack on PSA. They fit in perfect, same size, and it's they're nice. So I think they're going to be more of like Wada. It, I think Wada is more eye appealing personally. I don't know. I don't want to offend you, but <laughs> it's just, it's, I'm sure that's a lot of people, right? So that's why you saw the Mario 64 sell for almost double the price in the Wada versus like 95 mm -hmm. uncirculated, which is baffling in itself. Um, yes. I, I couldn't believe that. That was crazy because it, it should easily cross grade, I would think unless it was damaged upon insertion into the slab or something, but yeah, the risk always exists obviously for doing the cross grade, but like that price gap was just too big. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I felt bad because that guy was on the Facebook group. I felt bad. I'm like, damn dude. Like I was, I was hoping I wish I had the money to shill bid. Like, <laughs> just uh, toss him a few just, shekels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It felt bad. What yeah, do you, I know. Uh, I saw his post too. What do you think about? Because I saw, I know, obviously, noticed Golden was like a little bit more restricting for like new people, right? So you've given the ten thousand. You think that hurt their first sale, like the sales on these yep. video games? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Not so much on the really high end stuff. Yeah, I think people. that stuff. You know, the people who were gonna bid on that shit made sure they could. But yep. what I heard is like, so let's say you put your limit up to fifty thousand. Let's just say. Yep. So then if you go and bid on three items or something and you're at like your limit, right? You haven't won anything. You just have your bid sitting. You can't keep bidding over right. your limit, even though you haven't won anything and you might be outbidded anyway. Yep. So yeah, I, yep. I noticed that I had bid on one thing. I'm like, okay, I want to bid on this other item blocked. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah like and then you're almost hoping you get outbid because it's like well shit like these are better I prices i want these items exactly so it's better to bid early get your low bids in so then you can sit and watch and be part of the end game yeah yeah that's, that's, that's exactly what i took away from their format is you get on as soon as the listings go up you bid on every single item and then you just wait yep that's the play, hundred percent. And yep. it's that shouldn't be the play. That's so stupid. It's sad. That, yeah, <laughs> people know? it's the smart play though. It's I wish everyone did it like Heritage. But I love their format. It's easy to watch, especially in the signatures where you got the live gentleman yep. up there. I forget what his name is. You said his name seventy. Oh, Big Barry. You can't Barry. disrespect Barry <laughs> like that. <Yeah. laughs> Barry. Yeah. I was uh, damn Barry. Where'd Barry go? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, gotta get Barry stuff. up there. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. But I yeah, don't you know, know, I think that's why I'm not afraid of golden consignment because I think that all of these, um, all of the potential drawbacks for people are now known. So the yeah. next auction, people are going to approach it differently. People are going to know how to do it. They'll up limits more and floor prices should just raise on stuff is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. That ought to be good. Are they doing one in October? Uh, yeah. October. Yeah. October, November, yeah. I think. So Heritage is very late October. I think Golden is November. Yep. Early okay. November. Wow. There's a lot of games being sold in the next two months. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's... Damn. I keep busy. waiting for the market to not absorb it. But yeah. so far, we keep, you know, like looking pretty good. Outside of like Pokemon and the really saturated stuff, still looking pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Speaking of Pokemon, man, I uh, this is the first game I ever graded. Oh, it was a oh, nice grade on it, too. I bought it off the lady, she bought two of them for her sons, put one in the closet, and she sold it to me on Facebook Marketplace for like a grand, like in December. Nice, which was, it was like three grand at the time. Yeah, I got really lucky and graded it, and it hit like 10,000, and now it's like in the shitter <laughs> just there's every week there's a new one out on the market I'm like man they're just i know it's it's one of those things where um you know we went through this boom cycle now yeah. everything has to be absorbed and then we will maybe boom again but now floors are being established where you now own this item you're not going to sell it for anywhere close to what it used to sell for you know a year ago because you have no reason to so yeah. Eventually, we'll get to a point where everyone isn't throwing them into auction every single week. We'll go through droughts and we'll start rebuilding. Yeah, it'll take time. Yeah, it's it's insane how many every week. There's at least three Pokemon games sealed that Sapphire completed box hole for a grand. Which yeah, I was like, was... all right, I'm gonna buy a Sapphire, but I, I don't have that game completed box. I have <laughs> mo most of them. I'm like, sweet, I might pick this one up. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. A grand. I'm like, wow. A grand for that, though, was, I don't know. That was a high sale, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it was. That was a good. That seller was really happy. He he made a good decision. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, right? And every now and then, you could really hit big if you could sign through Heritage or one of these houses. Yep. Have you ever, in, like, the heat of the moment, bought something thinking, oh, that's a low value off Heritage or something? Like, yes, I'm going to make a couple hundred bucks buy now or whatever and hit a wall? Not on Heritage myself, because the shipping fees and stuff, getting stuff to Canada off Heritage um, was brutal. Yeah. Like, brutal. Like, an extra 100 US. So, like, I'd better be spending a couple thousand if I yeah. want to justify the shipping cost. But, I mean, I've obviously done that off eBay lots of times, because yeah. <laughs> condition is so pivotal that even, like I said, I buy raw. So you look at pictures, right? And oh, good. You get in a DVD case game and it looks like someone took a pencil and just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. Near mid, fresh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no rips in the seal. Well, great. There's freaking, you know, yeah. it has, yeah. Pen marks and, yeah. Yeah. Drawn pictures of smiley faces on the bottom. You didn't show me. Come on, guy. <laughs> yeah. People still don't know how to assess. People never, may never. It's same with cards. I literally just bought a mint card the other day, too, that I ended up returning. It, yeah. it, it'll just it is what it is you know you still buying like psa eights and uh Yu-Gi-Oh cards and stuff oh yeah i am you bet i am it's free it's free man they're so cheap like so psa cheap. 9 first edition commons and uncommons jungle and fossil are selling between 20 and 30 us 
That's great, man. Sign me up. <laughs> I just took a, a fat, not a fat, fat L. I know he might watch this video because I know he watches you, but uh, Z&G Emporium, he, uh, you're familiar with him, I think. He does Pokemon. He does consignments now. I consigned about one of his biggest consignments yet because he just started it, but it was yep. like 130 Pokemon cards and CDC slabs. Averaged about a nine or eight point five on everything, all first edition like gym heroes and gym challenge cards, on non hollows, but yep, yep. selling for anywhere from five dollars to like twenty dollars, and <laughs> it was painful to watch because I could sell them raw for about that, but there was some that peaked and did well, like the the starters, the Raichus, and yeah. But uh, probably would have been better off selling. I wanted to support him because I've been following him for a while. But it's cheap stuff. Like it, it would only cost me, I think, at the time, seven bucks with subgrades. So I got in early, so it wasn't too yeah. bad. But yeah, it's uh cheap, cheap stuff out there right now for low grades and it's yeah, great. like the cost of PSA grading is twenty bucks a card. If I'm paying twenty four dollars for a PSA nine first, I'm paying the cost of entry. That may never yeah. go down again. Yeah, PSA now the cheapest is one fifty, and I don't know if it'll get back to twenty for probably a year and a half. Yeah, so there you go, right? So we're it's funny because we're gonna go through this um this period where cards are dumped onto the market, and then we're gonna go through a huge drought because nobody submitted bulk for two years. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's yep. it's gonna be weird in that sense. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm I'm almost got my last because I submitted a lot of cards. I think I got 400 coming from CGC literally tomorrow. Nice. Um, why why CGC? Have... I guess I want to ask you because you you talked about there the prices were low, which is why I've not used CGC myself. So what what draws you to them? It was cheap and fast because when I I got into Pokemon and I was basically just flipping raw cards and that was a grind because you. When you're selling raw cards, I'd post pictures on Facebook group and they have to show front and back. Yeah. All 17 different angles. I don't deal in raw for that exact reason. Oh my God. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't have much capital at the time and I don't spend my own want to spend my own money. I was kind of reinvesting. Yep. Um, until I got to a point, I'm like, all right, I've just bought this insane collection. I had flew to LA and bought a collection for 23 grand, basically, and flew back. Um, and had this crazy collection. So I was like, all right, I can spend $20,000 and grade all this at PSA re really fast because that's PSA prices. Or I can send it to CGC $7 a card for 30-day turnaround at the time. That's so I, insane. It was, at the time, it was no-brainer to go through CGC. They didn't upcharge, and the prices were not that much lower. Like, usually... For CGC, a nine for or like an eight for CGC gets like a PSA seven price. So it's usually one grade below price for PSA, which isn't terrible. Um, no, that's not bad. But it was just timing for me. CGC was way quicker, cheaper. Um, PSA, I have cards there, but it just took for it's taken forever. Yeah, I I have cards sitting there too since October. So. Yep, and I still I, still. Yeah, still submit to CGC because they're like their express is only $60 and you get it in like 15 business days. Yeah, is... I didn't realize their times and like, the yeah, that's just a way better, you know, time and money there thing there. Yeah, even if like you ultimately want to grade at PSA, you can determine, hey, I'll spend 60 bucks 
see what the grades are. Is it worth me trying to get the 10 at PSA? And mm-hmm. for 60 bucks for like a 2000 or expensive card, it's probably not too bad just to see what the grades are and just encapsulate it. No, interesting. Interesting. I'm glad you uh, shared all that because, yeah, I'm still new. Well, t- I started TCG in 2020 as well, like yeah. most people, I assume, because, you know, bored. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent off my first PSA submission with a whole lot of shit, right? I sent off like some sixes, sevens, eight, nines, and cards yeah. I thought was tens because I want to learn the scale. Um, yep. And so now i lost my train of thought but yeah um it's good to know about cgc more because i don't have a lot of experience actually using the different grading companies yep yeah i've used each one of them i've i've submitted just through consignment through beckett or through somebody like a middleman they sent them in for me not a big fan i got a couple like my most expensive card i think is through beckett okay oh nice oh a nice 10 on it too yeah the black label beautiful man it's uh it's my uh crown jewel. I collect you, a bunch of Zapdos cards. Did you grade that yourself? The Zapdos? No, no, no. Okay. Bought it for twenty five hundred bucks off PWCC Volt back in the it was a steal for me. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful card. Yeah, <laughs> all the uh all the like the new Charizards coming out, everyone's paying like five grand for those in a black label. It so makes no like, sense. I'll buy this one of one Zapdos for half the price and it's pretty nice. It was cheap when I bought it, I think. So it was pretty Yeah, good. that's one thing with TCG. I just don't understand the chase on Ultra Modern. It's just like, what? what like, this is insane. I, <laughs> yeah. I've opened and, a couple boxes and it just puts me to sleep. I can't, I don't know. Some, <laughs> some of yeah. the cards look cool, but man, it's... I'm, I just can't imagine paying for the PSA 10 when you absolutely, without a doubt, you know the price is going down in the next two years. You know it is. Guaranteed. Yeah, it's yep. just that's what I mean. It's a guarantee that the price is going to go down. And it just how don't people how? Yep. How can you just throw your money at it? It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's I don't know if you're too familiar with CGC, but they're supposed to be doing Yu-Gi-Oh too. They've announced they announced that probably four months before they announced the video games. Oh, interesting. And they've literally just shit the bed and haven't announced anything since then. So I don't know what they're doing, but it seems like they're pushing video games faster than Yu-Gi-Oh now, probably because of all the sales they're seeing, they're like, oh, we, maybe we should go back to this and uh, we'll, we'll worry about Jinzo and his boys later. So. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh's a smaller market overall anyway, so I'm sure they're not too, too concerned to take a part of a small market share. Yeah. You know. just, you know, I've been seeing the SGC slabs too, which actually look like really nice. Yeah. No, like, they're pretty, they're pretty high praise in the sports cards. They used to be, they used to be like owned by CGC. SG, I don't know if you're familiar Nope, didn't know yeah, that. They used to be like the CGC grading company, essentially for cards, and then they kind of split up. But uh, there's a pretty good video, um, sports card investor. I don't know if you follow him. No, of course sport. I do. I watch most stuff. He did, <laughs> yeah. He did the interview with SGC, which was pretty cool. It was like a behind the scenes. I thought it was really awesome, kind of seeing their whole process, and that was pretty cool seeing that. I wish PSA would do that. That'd be instant million plus views on YouTube, like insane. Yes. I'll have to go check that out, though, because I do want to learn more about SGC because, yeah, I really like the presentation. Just sort of like personal collection stuff, liquidity aside, prices aside. Yep. They're nice cases. No, yeah, they're, yeah, it's, they pull, they hold pretty good value. If you get a 10, they're like right there with PSA and sports cards. And I know the first edition Charizard in an SGC 10, it was like a diamond. 
which is like a, a secondary like grade authorization on it and it got like 360 grand i think sm pratt bought it actually. i was about to say is that the one that pratt brought who then yep. he might uh, the rumor was he might try to cross it to beckett for the pristine 10 don't yeah. know if he ever tried Probably did and probably shit the bed. That's probably what happened. <laughs> That's why you didn't make another video about it. <laughs> why we never heard about it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So who are you? some of your favorite content creators out there? Obviously, you got to listen to some people. Oh, yeah. I listen to every every single day, man. I consume content because I work out from home now because yeah. um, it, my gyms are basically closed again. So wow. I just slap on content every day. So my usual rounds will be reserved investments. I know, fixed opinions on the guy. Graham <laughs> Stefan, Andre Zeek, Solemn Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know if you checked out him with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, I follow him, yep. Yep, and then um, SM Pratt, if we already mentioned him, Rudy Alpha Investments, and then more smaller channels. But those are like the big ones where I'm like, okay, let's see what's happening in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon <laughs> investments, finance, just to keep me up to date kind of on the whole yeah, I think I subbed a 30 of them, and you named half of my subs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Graham Stefan was one of my first first subs on YouTube. I've never had YouTube or anything. Until, well, I had, I guess, since 2009, if you look at my account, but didn't use it until, like, last year yeah. or the year before, and subbed to him and just learning stuff, and it's been pretty awesome. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's I love to have like both the collectible side and then I have like my finance guys who are like real world stuff so I can know like, OK, is crypto crashing? Is the stock market crashing? Like, is that going to play into what's happening over here? Just, a you know, wide horizons. Yeah, the uh, Graham Stefan, I was going to say, uh, did you do his YouTube class? Uh, no, I didn't. No? didn't know he had one. Yeah, it's a YouTube master class. I think it was like I did it. I bought it. I have it on my computer. It's like a after you buy it, you get it. I think it was like two hundred fifty bucks. I wanted to see what it was about because he's a pretty smart guy. But it's I'd I'd say I'd recommend it, but I don't know. It's I feel like you can find some of it, but there is a few videos in there that are definitely some good knowledge and just I don't know if something. I'm sure you look at different things and but I consume a ton of also like how to YouTube content. I have a whole list of subscribers for that yeah. as well. But so if you also can... if you want to see videos of Graham Stephan swearing, highly recommended because he swears like a son of a bitch in it. And it's amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah, because it's not so... YouTube. So he's just he's cussing left and right. I've, I was like, this is better than his YouTube. I don't know why he doesn't do this shit. I was <laughs> Okay, I was, that's hilarious. I was I was rolling. It was hilarious. I, he has I such a good laughed. boy persona in his YouTube. I know, exactly. And he, he definitely was swearing left and right. And was, he's on this whiteboard, he's like fuck son of a bitch like just, <laughs> it was yeah, i'll have to look into it a little bit and see yeah because i mean i like graham so yeah he's a funny guy for sure awesome man but uh yeah i not much left uh i don't know we don't want to keep it too long it's been about an hour but oh it's crazy these conversations just fly when we're talking about like you know yeah. the whole world of yeah collectibles it's yeah i was talking to hopper I talked to him the other day for the first time. He's a pretty good guy in the insane. We talked probably for an hour and a half just on the phone, not in a Zoom call, just just chatting about the market, different things happening. And it's it's crazy when you talk to somebody that knows what you know and mm -hmm. can relate so much. So I definitely appreciate you getting out and uh, getting on the, the Microsoft Teams call with me. And uh, 
Appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. I'm sure we'll be talking more in the future. So if you, yeah. you know, keep making content and stuff, I I, I need people to bounce off of. Because it's yeah. like one of those things where you said it's you need people who are on the same kind of level of um, dealing with TCG, dealing with grading companies, dealing with factory seal, dealing with grading scales. It's easy to find video game people. It's hard to find video game people who create content who also know about all of this intricacy. So I appreciate what you're doing. And I, I, yeah, I hope you keep at it, man. Really. Oh, yeah. I would recommend uh, Pokenomics. I don't know if you subbed to their channel. Of course I watch them. Yeah, <laughs> Jake what? and Raffy, man. Except yep. no more Raffy. Raffy, exactly. He dropped, he kicked his ass to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> who is the guy he's with now? Is that Catch em All? No. Yeah, that's, that's the douchebag. Yeah. That's the dude. Yeah, uh, he bought my stuff, yeah. Interesting. So I actually know nothing about him. Uh, Never heard of him or anything until I watched, you know, their video a little while ago. Yeah, last video, yeah. They're yeah. going to be doing uh, Patreon together. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly the video I watched. I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Where's Rafi? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Catch Them All. That's Dan is his name, yeah. He just quit work and he does Pokemon full-time and seems to be killing it. So him and his good friend do a podcast. And uh, they're pretty good too, pretty so. Yeah, I'll have to check them out more then, because I mean, yeah. yeah, I love I love Jake. Jake is exactly you know yeah. forming my channel, like being like Jake, being like SM Pratt, being like Rudy. Those are the guys that I really yep. want to emulate. Love what oh, they yeah. do. Yep, you just got to grow the beard a little bit more to look like Rudy, <laughs> and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yep. Zoo to the moon, man. <laughs> Yeah, there's sometimes when I watch Rudy where I'm like, fuck, man, come on. It's like what you said with that Gary V thing. Like, come on, let's yeah. let's go. Yep, exactly. But all right, man, good talking to you. Nice meeting you finally, Greg, and I will uh, talk to you soon, man. You have a good one, Absolutely, right? man. It was a pleasure. All right, man, peace. Peace. <clears throat> Ha <laughs> ha